0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata.
1: On to Brian Callahan though. He's had four interviews. It was uh double what he had last off season. And I think, you know, we've talked about it when it comes to Jake Browning, this offense, and even there are a lot of people that forget about the Cincinnati Bengals offense being around a top five offense when Joe Burrow was healthy and they were still able to stay afloat, almost had a chance to make the playoffs, almost had 10 wins on the season, uh, which is pretty incredible after Joe Burrow did go down in November and I think Brian Callahan, he's respected by a lot of the players. The NFLPA had that survey out. He was a top, up in the top five when it comes to offensive coordinators, um, according to a lot of the players. And um, I think all of that stuff is extremely important, and it is an offensive league. At the same time, uh, the Tennessee Titans are going to bring him back for a second in-person interview, and he's interviewed for the Carolina Panthers job, there's the Chargers job, and then the Atlanta job. Right now, when you think about Brian Callahan's chances, and there are a lot of candidates available, it really does feel like Harbaugh might get that Chargers job. Um, even though they are going to interview Fra- Frable, we'll see what happens there, or maybe some other coaches will get a chance. But it just seems like we've heard that kind of going into the offseason. He's already had his interview there, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's announced before the playoffs are over for Brian Callahan. And you think of the possibilities are really good options. I feel like Atlanta, the Panthers. And obviously the Titans still have a lot of interest, but Bill Belichick is getting a second mm-hmm. interview for the Atlanta Falcons, and he has he has some experience. He has a pretty good resume. He uh, could
0: walk in there, and I assume this is what's happening. He basically yeah. walks in there and he says, "I'm Bill Belichick," and they're like, "Well, we've we've got to go through an interview process, but uh, it's yours."
1: Well, that's why they called a second interview, because that was his first impression when he went in there and they're like, we got we have some work to do. Uh, But, uh, you know, the point of these second interviews is you get a chance to have these. A lot of them are virtual the first time around. And honestly, the COVID year kind of um, made that a really popular thing when it comes to these head coaching interviews. And then they do the in-person. Brian Callahan's having two in-person ones um so far but do you think there's a job that would best fit brian callahan and i don't even want to put atlanta as an option I, I thought that would probably be one of the better ones with the roster they do need a quarterback uh but they have a lot of talent on the offense and defensive side of the ball and i think that'd be really cool to see what he would be able to do with Bijan um on the offensive side of the ball because their former head coach didn't know what to do with him uh but the outside of that or,
0: you know I yeah it it, 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 the coach i i mean i thought arthur smith just I don't know it is what it is he got fired for a reason uh but I do think he when there wasn't talent he put together good offenses it that was like the definition of floor razor to me though too though because then he got the talent and he was just like oh it's the it's the same level of offense as when you were rolling out a lama day Zacchaeus as your number one guy but so um yeah uh this basically is Panthers versus Titans right because I, I don't think so. he's getting the Falcons job By the way, the Chargers Was it Adam Schefter tweeting out Like, the Chargers have interviewed David Shaw To comply with the Rooney Rule? I was like, goodness
1: gracious Why would they add that?
0: Why would you add that? That was, that was so funny I- was like, Yeah, that's a sham interview, huh?
1: Well, no, there was another There was another reporter right before I jumped on here I had to read it twice He had mentioned um, David Shaw. They were interviewing David David Shaw for the Chargers yeah. job, and I and he said, "Oh, that's one of uh, Harbaugh's friends." So he kind of just did him a little favor, interviewed him. <laughs> like, what are we saying to people? This is ridiculous. But yes, I'm seeing that a lot, and it's very questionable, honestly, by by a lot of reporters putting that out there.
0: It's also probably true, right? Like they're and, not really giving that guy an interview. So they don't really care about the rules. It's so
1: weird. It's yeah. such a, yeah.
0: It's, but yeah. anyway, besides that bizarre thing. So I guess, you know, the Chargers are getting Harbaugh based off of all this. Yeah,
1: founders, it seems, it seems like,
0: like it. Belichick is like greater than 50, 60% chance that'll happen. So now you're talking Titans, Panthers, two of the worst possible jobs, right? Like on paper. I don't know. Like, I,
1: I would go uh, back to Cincinnati,
0: <laughs> but you know, uh, I feel like you hear that, like that makes sense to us. But at the same time, you want to be a head coach. Want to be a head coach, and even if they fail as a head coach, they can probably always go back to being an OC somewhere, mm-hmm. at least once. And then if you fail that, then it becomes an issue. But yeah, when I'm when I'm looking at those two jobs. I think what it really comes down to because – I don't know. The building blocks are similar to me. I think the Panthers have the issue of not having a first-round pick this year. And I think that the Titans were probably more talented from looking at the two groups. But on the other side of it, the Titans are going to have to deal with the Texans twice a year. And maybe the Jags twice a year and just teams that are competent twice a year. And the Colts could even be, they were solid this year. Meanwhile, the Panthers get to deal with (laughs) the saints twice a year and the Falcons twice a year. And when I look at division opponents, I think like, Oh man. And I think what it would come down to for me, if I was making this decision would be one, I hoped I watched those quarterbacks and two, what did I think of Will Levis and Bryce Young? If I thought Will Levis was actually a first-round pick and the NFL was dumb for letting him fall to the second round, I'm taking that Titans job. Easy. Mm-hmm. If I think that – if I thought that Bryce Young was, like, far and away the best quarterback or something like or, like, as good as C.J. Stroud and he just wasn't used right in that Panthers offense, I might go take the Panthers job because your quarterback is usually tied to your success. But, yeah, Titans. It, that, that's where I would go. And I, I did not watch those quarterbacks, so I'm judging off everything else.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Titans' job is more appealing, and then maybe they have faith. What can he do? If he was able to do that with Jake Browning, what can – and and there's credit to Dan Pitcher. We'll get to him in just a moment. But if Brian Callahan was able to do that with the offense, um, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, he doesn't call plays, but I still think he has a huge part when it comes to the play calling for this offense with Zach I Taylor and Dan Pitcher. Call plays. Who cares? Yeah. And you still do a lot behind the scenes when it comes to this offense, Um, just because you're not calling them and it's coming from your head coach. So I think that could be a huge thing for me personally. I do think it's more of the Tennessee Titans job. So we'll see what that looks like. He'll have a second interview. Um, you know, there's possibility for other coordinators who are currently in the playoffs to get interviews uh, for the Titans, too. I know the list seems pretty long for all of the teams that have the availabilities right now. Everybody's doing their homework. Um, but for me, the Panthers, this is this sounds like absolutely bizarre, but I'll, I'll make this comment. I could see them saying and I agree with you. I think it really aside to, you know, how do you feel about the quarterback position? And for Bryce Young, I felt like he was set up to fail his rookie year. And it's really unfortunate. I mean, there's really no talent around him when you think about number one receivers. I could see the Panthers sitting in that front office saying, Okay, Brian, we really we want to make you the head coach. So what's Cincinnati's plans with T Higgins? What if we give you the 3rd, 33rd pick where the Cincinnati Bengals drafted him? But the Bengals would have to tag him and the Panthers would have to take on franchise tag or they can work out in an extension but they would have, still have to take that if on if you trade
0: the 33rd pick you're gonna have an extension in plan
1: yeah so I'm just saying there's so many there's so many connections there that there's a possibility for that on that outlook. I know it's a little bit of a bizarre situation to think about but I could see Cincinnati the Cincinnati Bengals saying we are not trading him we're not tagging and trading him unless you offer us a first rounder and I think number 33 is good enough
0: yeah I, I do think they're gonna have like at least a top forty pick is what they want, or a future first. <clears throat> I don't know if they get it in the Panthers. I guess that is one way that this could happen. I don't know, though. I don't know.
1: That's actually a bizarre situation because that'll be their <laughs> first time drafting on on draft night. But uh, because their their number one pick is gone, um, and that is just so unfortunate. I can't imagine being that bad and not having your number one pick.
0: The number one pick. Yeah. Not just yeah. your number one pick, the overall number one pick.
1: And there is a team that would have probably be calling, just like the you know it was with the San Francisco 49ers with Trey Lance. They'd be calling because they want a quarterback. They want Caleb Williams. And you're sitting there at the Carolina Panthers and you're thinking, hmm, we could get two more, three, four more first round picks for this. Um, and nothing that has to be so unfortunate. I can't imagine going through that experience because at least when the Bengals struggled or they were bad, even in 2019, we knew they were getting the number one pick and it was like, all right, we'll just have to get through these next few months and they'll have the number one pick. We'll see what happens after that. So, um, yeah. So when it comes to Brian Callahan, I I do, I kind of feel like the Titans is more of an appealing job. Um, and we've mentioned it before. There's only so many head coaching jobs when that opportunity is there. He's interviewed so many times over the last few years, um you want to take that opportunity and and if you do feel you can get back on a sideline the following year. Um, I'm I would feel like the Panthers would give him more than a year, and, and the same thing with the Titans to try and get things together. So we'll see what happens there. I wish Brian Callahan the best of luck. Um, I know some Bengals fans are really down on him, but for me personally, I'm not. I, I think you know it, will, it would feel like a loss, but sometimes it is kind of refreshing to see you know any addition or or maybe there's there's an internal promotion, which I want to get to in a little bit. But we'll see what happens with that.
0: Yep. Uh, and I just wanted to look it up. Panthers also don't have their second round pick next year. So
1: oh, never I'm, mind, it's <laughs> not, not happening.
0: I would, I would not want to go to Carolina. Like, no, you're no, not going to get better for a little while. <laughs>